Hi, and welcome to Bloom Notes in Bloom. I'm Jen Lafrette. I'm a writer, author, and the founder of Write Current. I write and publish soothing and supportive life enhancement guided reflection journals, digital art prints, and programs that help women 25 to 65 plus get out of their heads and into their hearts with words that matter. Your vision is yours alone. When I chose to release everything that wasn't a match to my values or goals, I allowed myself to align with what was in harmony with them. In the renewal of that moment, I remembered that my vision was indeed mine alone. Not only that, but I knew that it was now and always had been worthy. The gift of space within the pages of my journal allowed me to uncover that awareness and reclaim it. I now know that it was all within me. I only had to look. If you're looking to reconnect, reclaim and celebrate your sense of self one moment at a time, then you're in the right place. My goal with this podcast is to help you navigate this season of your life with soothing and supportive conversations to guide you as you root in your sense of self and bloom within. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome everyone to the Bloom Notes in Bloom podcast. I'm so excited to be here today with you to usher in the new month of March and to continue the journey of vulnerability as we explore gratitude and really what that means. You know, we talk about, we often talk about gratitude and for some people it can be making a list. I'm someone who does not make gratitude lists. I really feel like your gratitude is yours alone. Gratitude is a feeling and it's often one that asks us to invite in forgiveness and grief. And if we're not able to access or acknowledge our grief and forgiveness, we often struggle to reconnect and reclaim to that gratitude within. And so I'm over the course of this episode, I'll be sharing with you a chapter that I wrote, uh, Living a Fully Expressed Life, and I contributed it to a co-authored book project that was published in October. And for me, writing that chapter was really honoring the gratitude that I have for the journey of um, that decision to, you know, live a fully expressed life that intersected with the divorce. And it that chapter shares what that unfolded in my life. And there's, you'll see as you read the chapter, um, perhaps you've already read it, but it's gives space for forgiveness and acceptance and just these undercurrents um, that had to take place and unfold before gratitude was found. And before I uh, share more about that. I just want to read you something that I pulled from my pages this past October uh, in my own journal as I was journaling in a season of new beginnings. I was closing out some medical journeys and a pregnancy journey in that one was in a season of strength and resilience. I was using my own completion journal to find those glimmers of gratitude and find the lessons in that and to allow myself to put it down, to get it out of my head and out of my heart 
and put it to paper and not to judge it or control it, just like what I say to you, but just allow it to flow, allow whatever needs to come through to come through. And I'm so glad that I gave myself that time. Um, I closed out three different medical journeys. One of them was uh, my son's pregnancy journey. And it's so fascinating, the lessons that were gleaned. So I'm going to share some of the lessons from that note that I wrote myself in October that I pulled from the pages. Because for me, it really was that foundational piece of gratitude that I planted. And I didn't realize it at the time when I wrote that chapter. Um, and, and when I wrote the pregnancy journey and I sat with it, I kind of had a moment of, oh, I can already see the, you know, that unfolding, you know, even though I didn't want to accept it at that time of what was coming, but it was already there. So I am peace. I am calm. I am love. The I am statement that revealed itself in my journey at the end of Christopher's pregnancy. An I am statement that originally came through when Jillian was born and what I chose for myself when I became a mother, which although when I had to redefine what motherhood looked like for me, that didn't change because that was my values and vision. The only thing that changed was seeing them every day. When I reconnected to gratitude, I planted trust, integrity, respect with love and care. Everyone in our lives is an invitation to reconnect, reclaim, or celebrate something within ourselves. Jillian was an invitation to reconnect to peace, calm, and love within. Christopher was an invitation to reclaim peace, calm, and love within. I would learn co-regulation. You can't co-regulate if you can't self-regulate. My season of strength and resilience and new beginnings was an invitation to celebrate peace, calm, and love within. My fully expressed life is an invitation to share that peace, calm, and love with others, knowing that it is a choice moment to moment to choose them. The awareness that it's a lifelong commitment to my well-being to prepare, plant, nurture, root, love, bloom, harvest, celebrate, and plan them. Expansion occurs when we invite them in. They dance with gratitude, just as forgiveness and grief do, if only we allow ourselves to see. Gratitude is the theme of the Bloom Notes in Bloom podcast this month. Connections created with women around the world. To be able to offer tools that women are choosing to access, um, you know, be it the programs that we offer or the journals or uh, also digital art um, prints, you know, to really soothe and support them as they navigate change. At the root of it all, it is to allow themselves to really live that full life and feel that they are in full expression. 
And so it's wonderful to be able to do that work. And I just, I love what I do because I really feel that my life purpose is to be able to help people to reconnect to themselves, to connect with others and to share their stories in a powerful way, whether that's in the privacy of their journals or with people who they trust, who are worthy of hearing them. So it's really just, it just lights me up and makes me feel so fulfilled to know that I get to, because it's a choice. And if you've read this chapter, you know that this wasn't always something that was easy for me. Um, but now, you know, step having gone through my own transformative journey that began in 2016, you know, to the to present day, to be able to now, you know, serve other women and, and compassionate men who are, you know, choosing to transform their lives and just to let them really know that everyone is one story away from changing their life and unlocking their true potential. And I've just come to know over the past five years that, you know, my work really is bigger than me, which leads me into, it's one of the reasons why I felt so compelled, you know, to write this chapter when you um put out a call for the conscious transformation Uh, chapter at first, I was so nervous to say yes, I was so afraid of my own stories at that point. And I don't know if you can relate to that at all. If you've read the chapter, if there's ever been a time in your life that you've gone through something, and you just know that this story would help so many people, but yet, you're holding on to that little bit of fear. So for me, I uh, began writing. If you've read the chapter, you know, this, I wasn't always a writer. I was a teacher for the better part of a decade. And so, you know, I, I I declared in 2016, in the, in the fall of 2015, that I wanted to pursue writing because, you know, my physical and mental and emotional well-being had, you know, really been eroded at that point. And, Um, I had never written anything other than report cards and I quickly, you know, dove into the world of content marketing. So by the time I came to this place of, you know, this opportunity that the universe presented through Uchechi to write this chapter, I'd actually ghostwritten millions of words for other people. And so Uchechi um, brought me to tears (laughs) and said, Jen, when are you going to be good enough to write for yourself? When are you going to be good enough to write in your own voice, to tell your own stories, to openly share your heart and your words and your wisdom with other people, you know, and she said, there are women and compassionate men that need to hear your story, that they're going through a similar journey and they're looking for stories that have that positive narrative in divorce, that divorce doesn't have to mean what it meant you know, this isn't your parents' divorce, right? That that you can have a vision um, to create change, to evolve a relationship, you know, that you can um, choose to create boundaries 
um, and, and to really shift that relationship powerfully and create something new that you never even thought was possible, you know, personally and professionally. So she brought me to tears on the phone over that. And, um, I did say yes to myself that day because I was finally, I just, I knew in my heart that I was ready and I was no longer willing to hold myself back. I was no longer willing to keep the story untold, you know, and, um, and then, you know, one of the, when I decided to say yes to myself, that really rooted the vision for the rest of my work that's unfolded. What I shared with you at the beginning of this with Ray Current and at the beginning of, you know, exploring the yes and saying yes, you know, I said, I want, I want to talk to my ex-husband and I want to share with him my desire to write this chapter and to hear his input as well. Because as I explained to him, I said, you know, my desire to live a fully expressed life. And if you've read the chapter, you know that um, the catalyst to that was that a woman I had worked with um, had, you know, suddenly passed away um, with due to a very short, um, battle with liver cancer. And she was only 33 years old. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, you can just die one day and that that'll be it. There will be no more chances. And I remember, and I share in the chapter, I cried at the table because I thought about all of the dreams that I had that would be unfulfilled, all of the chances not taken. So, you know, that that was the catalyst, but if you've read the chapter, you also know that at that same time, the intersection of that was the evolution of a long failing marriage that, you know, my ex-husband and I were navigating at that time. And so I said to him, my story intersects our divorce. How do you feel about me writing about this? And he's not a writer at all. And he won't mind me saying that because he knows But one of the things that I really loved is I felt compelled also to write this because what he said to me, I just said, yeah, you're right. He's like, Jen, I want you to write this because he's like, he said, I want people to know that just because you've hurt each other doesn't mean you need to hate each other. And that just felt so powerful to me. And it's bringing me to tears telling you that because it just felt like such a healing moment, you know, in our relationship as functional co-parents. And I thought this is one way that I can really honor our family. And so I wrote this chapter for me And I wrote it for him and I wrote it for our kids because it was important to me that we have a positive narrative on divorce, you know, because you get to choose what you create, you get to choose what your vision is for your family, and you get to define that by your, for yourself and to work from that place. And so I, as the chapter evolved, 
it wasn't a challenge to write once I initially said yes, because as I told you, I've written millions of words and I had been journaling, um, you know, over the course of several months. So for me, putting this chapter together, it was much more a com compilation and then, and then connecting it all. But what unfolded in there, if you've read it, it's a beautiful letter of forgiveness between my ex-husband and myself. You know, I forgive both of us and thank both of us, you know, and I sent him the rough draft because I wanted him to read it um, before I sent it off to you, Chechi. And he thanked me for receiving it. And he will also share wouldn't mind me sharing that he's not much of a reader, but he couldn't make it all the way through because once he got to that point, I think emotion kicked in for him because it really just is how far we've come and how far we've grown in the healing. And, and that comes from choosing. It's a choice, right? To do that healing separately and then to create a family separate and apart on our own terms, which is really what we have created. And I'm proud of that. And it's a message that I'm proud to share. I'm proud, you know, to be part of a positive narrative for people. And I, and it's my story to share. And I'm glad that it gets to have its day as a chapter um, because that is just one chapter in my life. And that was a message that my ex-husband and I agreed with um, together, you know, both of us separately and together agree that, you know, we don't want our divorce to define us. We are not going to be each other's longest relationships. We are not, we were never um, partners in that true sense of the word or confidants. We were really, if you read that chapter, two ships sailing in the night, you know, and, and so I'm glad that we're at a place where we can appreciate each other in divorce and that this story as it unfolds, it, it shines a light on that, um, you know, and that just appreciating who we are and that you know, you don't have to abandon your sense of self and just really going through all of that um, was really powerful to share that for me. Uh, and, you know, that brings me to the top issues and challenges that many people who are navigating relationship status change or, you know, that they face is giving themselves that time and space to heal. I hear from many people who've read this chapter and people who have know my story and who I've shared that story with, you know, and they see that, you know, we do things as a family, um, you know, together, like we, this year we went to celebrate the kids back to school. We did mini golf and we were able to have dinner together and have some laughs. And, you know, I hear so many people saying, I want that right away, you know, and my advice is, Please give yourself that separate time. Please give yourself the time and the space that you need to create boundaries for yourself, to allow yourself to heal, to allow yourself to detach from the old identities that you held as a husband or a wife. 
allow yourself to redefine what motherhood, or if you're a compassionate man with children, what fatherhood looks like to you, you know, and please give yourself that space to feel all of your feelings, knowing that you are not going to buckle under their weight, you know, let them come through you, let that, let yourself feel all the feelings and don't put pressure on yourself to try and create what you think you need to be right away. So to give you some perspective on, you know, when you read this story, please know that those activities, you know, where we are able to celebrate the kids' birthdays together and we are able to celebrate their milestones like back to school together, that happened after three years of healing. It did not happen overnight. So give yourself that time and space because your your only job right now as you're going through this season is to reconnect to presence and reconnect to feeling and really to give yourself that time and space to heal. That is your job right now. So I invite you to consider, you know, what your vision will be right? As you, as you reconnect and reclaim and root and celebrate in your sense of self as you're navigating this season. And so, you know, that's my one wish for you is what one thing can you do that's going to move you forward with that vision? When you sit down and create the vision, what's one thing that you can do that moves you forward. Thank you so much for allowing me this space to come on and share with you, to share a little bit more of my heart with this chapter and, you know, to, to be with me while I got misty eyed. I was not expecting that, but I appreciate you for sharing this space with me and allowing me to feel that feeling right of, of gratitude that cut that came up and of the growth that that has unfolded. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bloom Notes and Bloom. Your presence and words matter. Stories connect us and are a comforting presence in every season of life. They are deeply meaningful, extraordinary, and sacred to the hearts and minds of those you choose to share them with. I'm so glad that Sharing Mine has created connections and friendships with women around the world. Your moments of joy, laughter, strength, resilience, care, and compassion are what make you interesting. Never shy away from sharing them within the privacy of your journal pages and openly with those you trust and those who are worthy of receiving them. It takes courage to live from your values. It takes courage to not settle for anything less than meaningful. It's powerful and tenacious to choose to be and live free and playful to work from your vision and not to it. You are worthy of your desires. I'm so glad you're here. Make sure you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, go ahead and share this episode with a friend. To share your takeaways, tag me on Instagram at Bloom Notes in Bloom. Want to help more women reconnect, reclaim, root, and celebrate in their sense of self with Bloom Notes in Bloom? Leave a review on your favorite listening platform. Make it a great week.